Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted. It's me, it's your girl, Shlee. Welcome back to the pod. Happy to be here, happy to have you. And here's to another week. We're here doing the thing. Hopefully, you're surviving. I am too, so that's good. (laughs) I hope that you're ready to dive into some gratitude today because I sure am. Whoop whoop. I have lots to tell you and lots to catch you up on. But first, before we get into the gratitude list, I have two things that I need to say. Number one, I wouldn't like categorize this like as an update, more of just like a general question um, for you all. And I would love to hear your input and feedback on what is up with people thinking that August is fall. Why have people said that like August is not summer anymore? Have I missed something here? Why do we all just like make that general consensus? I wasn't there for this meeting. Have you seen this? Because I have. It's like all over my social media and my TikTok and Instagram. Basically, people are just like, yep, August, it's fall time. What? No, it's not. No, no, it's still summer. I I think it is still summer. It's still hot as fuck outside. And people are still going on vacations. And here's the thing. I know this to be true. (laughs) Because as someone who has their birthday in August, also at the end of August, I consider it still summer um, because I just remember growing up having birthday parties or trying to have birthday parties, but sometimes it wouldn't work out because people would still be on vacation in like Washington state because our school year didn't start until like September. I guess you could make the argument that like fall starts when school starts because then when I went to college in Texas, we started... Like, my birthday always fell on, like, the first week of school, which was pretty annoying. I'll say it. But I don't know. I guess it wasn't that bad because, like, no one does anything the first week anyway. So it's just, like, (laughs) most people just, like, get back together and hang out and party anyway. So whatever. Um, But I still don't think August is fall. I'll say it. I, I, I get September, obviously. Like, September seems like a fall month to me. But August, really? I don't know why I'm so passionate about this, but I feel like I've seen it all over my feed and I'm tired of it. (laughs) I'm over it. I don't want August to be fall. Because people are just getting so excited about Halloween and Thanksgiving. It's August. What? How the heck can you even start watching scary movies right now and decorating your house in like spooky Halloween decorations right now? Really? No. Just enjoy the summertime a little, a little more. You only have so much left. Just wait until the end of this month. Even, I feel like even putting up Halloween decorations at the beginning of September can be a little like early because that's like two months until Halloween. (laughs) Who would have thought that I was so passionate about this subject? Anyway, let me know what you think. I, we can fight about it, but like nicely. 
if you think that August is now fall. Just like, please let me know why. That's the thing I don't understand is no one's telling me why. They just are saying that August is now fall. And as an August baby, I say no. Damn it. So yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, please hit me up uh, if you have a strong opinion on... This is a good start. If you have a strong opinion on that. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Number two. This is an actual update. Not just posing a random question that I get passionate about. Although I am passionate about the subject. And it is... Oh, there's my infamous drum roll. Um, I finished my tandem read. Oh, finally. I think it, it felt like I've been reading this for um, a long time. But it really was only three weeks. And like there's like 1,200 and something pages between each book. Yes, good. Between each book. Um, incredible. That's all I got to say about it. If you're once again reading the Throne of Glass series, which uh, I will toot my own horn here. Because I do have a lot of friends and people who listen to this podcast now listening to the book. Well, you could, audiobook, but reading Throne of Glass now. And uh, welcome. Welcome to the Throne of Glass hype. I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. And please read these books in tandem. It sounds scary. I get it. But it is so incredibly worth it. And honestly, these two books, they might be some of my favorites so far in the series i'll say i'm i don't know if that's like actually like a hot hot take or not but um they're incredible and i thought that i would like really dislike one of the books and i don't i actually really really enjoyed it i rated both of them five stars on goodreads so there's that but yeah i finished that and my now current read is i'm reading uh the fourth wing by rebecca yaros um and it's incredible so far i feel i i have it on my kindle because it's like usually my gym treadmill book um but i just like haven't really been focusing on it for like the past week because i've been trying to knock out this tandem read so my full attention is now on fourth wing and wow whoo I'm like maybe 300 pages in. It's incredible. It's so, so good. Oh, also, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm all over the place. Here we are. Um, and I have to tell you, I looked up how to say Sarah J. Moss slash mass. And it is, in fact, another drum roll here, please. You can insert it because I am shitty at them. Um, it is, in fact, Sarah J. Mass, not Moss. Even though I want to say Moss, it feels a little better it feels a little better in my mouth. Oh, no. It feels better to say. <laughs> I'm just going to let that awkward silence linger there for a second. Anyway, Sarah J. Mass is how to pronounce it. Now we know after 20, what episode is this? 28 episodes. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so there's my update. Let's, should we dive into the gratitude list? Oh, I really think we should. Let's do it. All right, so number one on the list, and it is waking up early and slash establishing a new part of your morning routine. So yeah, I've just been waking up early lately. I feel like I've gotten in a good groove now. And what is early? Like, I don't know, 7.30 or 8. That's like when I'm um, cons consistently, wow, consistently waking up around 7.30, 8. Um, 
And yeah, I just like love, I mean, I've said this so many times on this podcast. I love a routine. I love a routine. Um, and I added a new portion um, to my morning. I can't speak today, guys. <laughs> my brain is so fried from this weekend uh, in the past week, which I'll get into here in a second. But okay. What was I even saying? Oh, I've added a new portion into my morning routine and it is um you know those like under eye like face mask things there's a better way to say that eye masks I, maybe I don't you know what I'm talking about though you just like set it under your eyes it's not like an entire face mask anyway I have like a little thing of those and I've just been like putting them on like while my coffee is being made and um like while I journal and it just brings a little luxury into my life um and I'm really into it but yeah I just really enjoy my mornings I really like them um I think yeah I just I look forward to my coffee and journaling moment in the morning so and I think I it's on my gratitude list because I've been um away uh in Rhode Island this past weekend which I will totally tell you about here in a second but I got back from Rhode Island yesterday and this morning I had uh, my morning to myself and oh, I just love it. So good. So that's number one on my list. And number two, post audition slash callback treats or rewards. Listen, life is stressful. Auditions, callbacks, stressful, as you can, can tell from my last episode. Um, and I had a really good, well, two really good callbacks last week and... I love getting myself a little treat afterwards. And it's usually in in the form of an iced coffee and maybe like a pastry. I think last week I got a donut. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so there's that. Number three, um, live music. Um, and I had a couple instances last week where there was some really fun and kick-ass live music. Number one, when I was at the train station in um, Penn Station on the way to Rhode Island, there was, uh, like, there were live musicians there. I didn't realize that Penn Station had, like, a little stage area with performers and things. And if you haven't, like, been to, I guess, I mean, it's in Penn Station, but it's, like, the Moynihan Train Hall, which is, like, pretty brand new, and they have, like, a lot of different shops and things. They've just really upped their game. with that train station but there they have like a little stage area and there was like it was like a band of three it was like a drummer a um uh, a guy on the upright bass and then someone playing the violin and they were awesome they played like so many different styles of music too and man if you know me you know I'm a slut for a good violin or anything strings I'm here for it and then number two so as I said, I went to Rhode Island. Why? Um, I took a like a little mini vacation with uh, Matt's family. <laughs> they have family in Rhode Island and they invited me to come and they have an Airbnb like by the beach. And so they were like, come hang out with us and meet our side of the family over here. And I was like, hell yeah. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Some of my friends have been like, you're going to go hang out with Matt's family by yourself? Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Because that's just how I roll and that's just kind of how our relationship has gone in the sense of um, a lot of the important people in his life I end up meeting on my own because he's on a ship and that's happened multiple times now. So it's not weird to me anymore. 
<laughs> but yeah, I had um, a blast hanging out with Matt's family in Rhode Island. It was great. Okay, but yes, full circle. Live music. Um, they had like a family reunion slash like birthday party thing in Rhode Island, which is why uh, Matt's family was going to Rhode Island. Um, and they like rented out this really cool bar and the birthday party was for uh, Matt's mom's brother and he is a musician and went to Berkeley for like as a drummer and has a lot of musician friends and they like played the entire night and it was so much fun there was like a dance floor we're dancing up a storm I was it was awesome it was so much fun so I got to listen to like a lot of live music this week weekend and it was awesome it was great which is I know I'm also so jealous of all of my friends that caught to see the Jonas Brothers this past weekend I'm so incredibly jealous so I bet that's on your gratitude list anyway (laughs) squirrel that's where my brain is today okay um what is the next thing on my list okay next up goes hand in hand with Rhode Island the ocean I love the beach so much which is funny because I don't think the beach loves me. Uh, well, okay, it's not the beach. It's more like the sun because I'm so pale and I burn really easily. But I didn't get burnt that bad this time. Okay, but yes, going back to the beaches. Um, I just, oh, I love, I love a beach. It is. It was just so nice to be outside by the water and like it was the perfect weather like wasn't too hot um and I just like forget how much like being outside in nature like really like grounds me this happens every year I feel like I go on some little vacation for like a weekend or whatever and I'm just like oh I forget how much I love nature and how much it just like calms me down it lets me like take a moment to breathe and just like check in with myself that's like outside of my home and outside of New York and it just offers a really nice change of pace and so oh I just I loved being outside this past weekend and um we got to go whale watching which was so cool so we just like took a boat out and um saw so many whales so many dolphins the world is so cool. I just wish people treated it better. Yay, climate change. And the last point on my gratitude list for this week, because I got to have a food item, right? I know you missed it. And it's Wingstop. I don't know why I've been having such a, a big Wingstop craving, but um, I have. And yesterday, I finally got it. I feel like I've had this craving for like the past month maybe and I just like I don't order out a lot I'm a big you know cook in my own home kind of gal but um yesterday I just got back home from Rhode Island like I just said and I was not about to cook anything also I didn't have any groceries so I said this is my chance for Wingstop and it didn't disappoint although I will say along with that beeping truck and yeah okay Nope, I'm too impatient. I'm just going to say what I was going to say. The one thing about Wingstop that I don't love is their Diet Coke. It never hits. It really, I've tried it too many times now and every time I'm disappointed. It just, it's not as good as McDonald's or really any other place that has Diet Coke. 
like it might be kind of on the bottom of my of my list so be aware of that when you <laughs> order from from Wingstop um but everything else there is great love the fries love the seasoning on the fries the ranch is bomb I usually get like a mix of like honey barbecue and um milds spice things up a bit um yeah so Wingstop it's oh now that craving has been satisfied and now I can wait another however many months until I eat it because I probably won't eat it anytime soon. So yeah, there's my gratitude list of the week. I hope you are clocking what is on your gratitude list this week and prioritize that in your life because uh, it makes me feel great and I hope it makes you feel great. Yeah. Okay. Should we do some thoughts and feelings? I think we should. Okay. All right, friends, so here are the thoughts and feelings of the week, and this week I've been thinking a lot about fear, and fear in general, um, and this kind of, you know, goes with so many different things. Number one, my summer of soul searching, um, which is also why August has to be summer, because I'm still in my summer of soul searching. Throwback to when we just talked about that. Okay, um, anyway... <laughs> Uh, I've been thinking a lot about fear in my summer of soul searching, um, but also fear kind of goes uh, hand in hand with what I was talking about uh, last episode when we chatted about how easy it is for me to talk myself out of um, future possibilities or opportunities. So remember a couple of weeks ago when I did the whole experiment with my friends giving me certain words um, that described, well, that they thought described me. Um, so one of those common words was fearless. And I kind of did a deep dive on this because I don't feel fearless like at all. Like that is not a word that I would use to describe myself. So I thought that was really interesting, um, especially because after coming out of last week, I felt even more fearful <laughs> uh, because of me constantly trying to back out of situations and possibilities and opportunities in my life. So naturally, because um, I'm a curious human and love to unpack things with my, you guessed it, my therapist, love her, um, we chatted a lot about fear. And I guess one of my biggest revelations um, in my therapy session with her is like, why do I have such a negative connotation towards fear or being fearful? I found that I associated having fear or being afraid of something or some situation with being weak. Like strong and brave humans who have their shit together and believe in themselves 100% like don't fear things. Which is like not true. <laughs> so I guess my big epiphany with my therapist was that like fear isn't a bad thing. In fact, I think it's kind of a helpful tool sometimes. <laughs> that might be a hot take. So my therapist and I were kind of unpacking some of the fears and anxieties that I was having um, in terms of that tour that I was talking about last week. Um, and some of the examples of the fears that I were or was having was um, like having to do a couple more months of long distance and being in an entirely new country that I don't know a lot about and I don't know the language. And I found that I was confusing those fearful thoughts with 
my intuition saying that I shouldn't take that job. And I would like to update you and say that I don't have the job yet. I'm just, we're talking about fear here. And this is like the most recent example in my life. Although, cross your fingers for me. Anyway, my therapist was even like, honestly, I think it's such a good check-in for you in terms of these um, fearful thoughts that you're having. Because like, I would be concerned for you if you like didn't take your relationship into consideration. And if you weren't a realist about how difficult it might be at the beginning to figure out an entirely new country that you've never been to before on top of (laughs) trying to learn a show. And I think that's something that I am learning currently is and, and realizing is like the biggest life growth moments for me have always included fear in them. I mean, throwback to my whole sick situation um, and being absolutely terrified of being a swing because I had never done it before. But now, like, I, because of that, because I, I made the leap and the jump and still did the job, like, I know now that I have an incredible swing brain um, and something that I was so fearful of before. Now I wouldn't even second guess myself on if I could do the job or not. No, now I I know I can do it. So then I pose the question of like, why do I feel the need to be fearless? And I kind of asked myself, I was like, who in my life is like completely fearless? Like, who am I looking up to that kind of projects that fearlessness? And I had a hard time thinking of someone that was like completely fearless. I think the closest person that I... I could think of was honestly my one of my best friends Hannah who's been on the podcast before and I hope that I'm I hope that I'm not outing you so much on this podcast Hannah but like she is a human that I instantly think of as like as someone who takes risks and puts herself out there all of the time but obviously because I know her super well I know that there's fear behind that as well and she talks through those fears with me and then does the thing that she's afraid of and puts herself out there even though she's afraid and once again I just think I have this unrealistic standard for myself um and it comes up a lot I think for me um thanks to my Virgo brain um in the sense of like I still view Hannah like I would say that she's fearless even though I know that she has fear in her life or is, is afraid of certain things in her life. So why do I not consider myself fearless, even though I'm, I'm probably going through similar things? And like I know through that experiment with my friends that a, a commonality between a lot of the words that they were giving me was fearless and they see me that way. So why can't I see myself that way? <laughs> So you know me and you know I love a good definition and I think I needed to redefine what fearless or being fearless means to me and I think that being fearless doesn't mean that you have no fear at all but I I think it means that um, you don't allow your fears to get the best of you. When you're fearless your fears like don't hold you back basically. You act despite being afraid and you push through the fear because you're usually motivated by something you believe is like more important than fear. And once again, I'm going to nerd out here a bit, but I think that's why I love reading fantasy 
and specifically about badass uh, main female characters. I would define these women that I'm reading about as brave and courageous and fearless, even though I, because I'm a reader, I get to read what's going on in their brains. And I know that there is so much fear backing every decision that they make. And, and, and yet they they still face those dangerous or difficult situations with with courage, even though they have so many fearful thoughts. So I guess to kind of come full circle here and to wrap this up, like my big epiphany or revelation, whatever you want to call it, um, this week as a part of my Summer of Soul Searching saga is like, I'm just going to lean into the fear. That's my goal. Accept that I have the fear acknowledge that it's there but like I'm not gonna let it stop me from continuing to take risks and put myself out there as you know I'm in an incredibly big uh, transition period in my life and I definitely have a lot of fear (laughs) towards this uh, transition period but I do feel like this concept of leaning into fear is about to become a a really big puzzle piece in whatever my higher calling is or um, how how my life is supposed to pan out. Uh, I feel like it just was a really good thought for me to have this week. And um, I hope that you resonate with it too. Um, and I hope that you choose to lean into fear as well with me. Let's, let's be fearful together, right? <laughs> Okay, friends, this is a nice and short one for you this week. Um, I hope you have a kick-ass week. And if you haven't already, you can find me on Instagram at neverthelessly persisted. And if you have an extra second in your day and you want to give me um, a cute little uh, review, that would be awesome. A nice little five-star rating would be uh, just, would, that would make my day. So, uh, yeah, okay. You guys rock, and I will talk to you next week. Okay, bye.